pressure! The pressure is the problem here! Uh, hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Fishmongers podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Leo, and I just want to introduce my two other hosts, Matt and Kevin. Hello, I'm Kevin. Hi, this is Matt. And today we thought we would start off the season or our our podcast talking about uh, the recently released movie, The Meg. So this seemed like an opportune time to start the podcast, a kind of timely topic and something that we all probably have strong opinions about. <laughs> no, we never have strong opinions on anything. <laughs> yeah, that's not our thing. No, not at all. <laughs> so I, I'll i start by just saying that I would guess that I liked the movie more than my uh, the two co-hosts I have. I think I probably liked it more than Kevin and Matt, but I will let them voice their opinions on its overall rating as a entertainment value. On, entertain, on an entertainment value, I'd give it at least a six, maybe a seven. Mm, I think that's a fair assessment. Right, like I, the movie I, is dumb. Like I would probably give like a five. <laughs> yeah, like a six. I wouldn't go seven, but yeah, probably I'll split the difference there between you two. It's unbelievably dumb. But I think you had the like Matt. You had the best um, commentary on this, right? It's like I've set my expectations for a Jason Statham movie, and it is yeah. exactly that. It's probably better than you know whatever wild card or the mechanic or you know the one transporter of his... no the transporter's better <laughs> <laughs> sorry like transporter one i don't remember two and three that well but uh yeah so I here's one the... there yeah brah, so many things i mean independent of science I yeah, so do we want to start with that and just be like, let's just get this? Because that's the elephant in the room, right? The science is so bad, like so, so bad on like so many levels. It's like as the, you know, the ichthyologist, biologist, you're just like cringing the whole time. But I'm like, oh, God, the oceanographers, any other random marine biologists, the this, the that, they're all just like in the fetal position going, oh, God, what's going on? Yeah, well, I, we should probably mention this is the first episode that all three of us are ichthyologists, so yes. we have obviously different, you know, maybe a slightly different take than the average moviegoer on this movie. I have one question I want to know the answer to that I've been I didn't ask you guys beforehand. But do you guys think that because like if you actually sit down and watch like the original Superman, it's only okay. so, yeah. so it's only so so, right? And and if you got into the science of any of that, that would be equally so so. Which part? So, you mean like the time travel from going backwards or like yeah, any yeah, part, yeah, part rotation of but, the Earth? Or but that movie is yeah, made yeah. by the soundtrack, and this had some weird yeah. Asian Mickey song that kept playing. Right, which I thought was actually kind of weirdly appropriated. Like that is exactly the level of seriousness right, but do you think that you like, should have it, right? The Thai version of Hey Mickey, You're So Fine. Yeah, but like if you had like a John Williams – is that his name, John Williams? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But like, the, if you had, like, yeah, yeah. the perfect music, I just kept wondering the whole time, like, how much of this, I kept asking myself, would it be better? It would definitely be better. I mean, because, like, think of, like, that Lex Luthor partner guy. That guy was a doofus. Like, Ned Beatty. Ned Wilson Beatty character. character. Yeah, yeah. So, I haven't seen the original Superman, but I see where you're going with that, right? Because it's, like, the soundtrack. Except, 
the problem there what? is <laughs> wait, wait hang wait, on wait, 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 wait. you haven't seen you the original seen superman original superman no in a while uh, oh okay like it's been like uh, yeah, yeah, 10 okay. to 15 years since i've seen it right like <laughs> i'm literally like i remember obviously the 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 lois lane getting crushed in the car and him flying backwards because even as a kid i was like what the you know is going on here but like I don't remember the. De- I know where you're going with that, and I like my personal opinion is that I think that's the wrong direction. In that this movie is like dumb, and the less seriously it takes itself, the better off it is. Because in some like some of my criticisms were, it's like, oh, they like kind of played it straight in some cases, where I'm like, mm, it's this is not going to work playing it straight. And so like trying to like jazz it up with a more sort of like. I don't know how to describe it, right? Like a more imposing or like, you know, orchestral thing. I understand, right? Would make it sort of like, you know, more, more serious as a movie. Yeah, exactly. A more dramatic, a more serious movie. But I think that that's not what this movie is. Okay. It's about yeah, a you think giant song is perfect. prehistoric shark that's eating people. So how but do you guys want... a... Go oh, ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, but like as a monster movie... You know, like I love monster horror creature movies, etc. And like, you know, I felt that this one was a little on the weak side in that department. Partially, probably, partially because it wasn't R-rated, and so like the gore level was pretty low. And two, it's like because the shark was so big, it mainly just swallows people, which isn't exactly (laughs) that satisfying, right? Right. Like it's you know, it's just kind of like, and they're swallowed, (laughs) you know, like that was actually one of the things I was gonna bring up right i'm okay with that with the no gore thing that movie has a surprisingly low body count of named characters you actually know right like oh, yeah. if you think it through it's like wait this is like an ensemble ca- right it's like so i think i mentioned this like the movie this most reminds me of is uh deep blue sea i mean it's clearly not the same movie like deep blue sea was much more serious like it played it totally straight the whole way right and it was much more sort of like a claustrophobic, we're inside a thing. But, you know, like, I don't, know, I don't know, like, if you guys agree, but it's like, I, you know, it was like the, oh, it's an underwater base with this ensemble cast and a billionaire and like, you know, like the, you know, like the visionary scientist, you know, let's get all those things. And like at the end of Deep Blue Sea, spoilers for like a 15 year old movie, right? There's like two people left alive, right? Everyone else has gotten eaten, right? And in this thing, it's like, oh, everybody's alive except for like, oh, what, like maybe three or four people, one of whom doesn't even die from getting eaten by the shark. He's like, oh, the boat tipped over and I got hit by something. Right? Isn't that yeah, what? Yeah, like, they show what the wounds are. He just dies, right? He's just like, oh, and I'm well, dead. Oh, no, no. You see the wounds. Like, oh, he, he goes over and then something like falls on his head or something like that. I can't remember. Like, it was like, you know, you could see that. It's like, it's like they clearly telegraphed like, oh, him getting hit by, you know, like gear or something as the boat like tips over. But so, yes, I agree that. Not on the core necessarily. For like but... a movie called The Meg, it takes an awful long time. Like they keep acting like it's a giant mystery that there's a big shark in this movie. Oh, and it yeah. felt like 40 minutes before we even got to said shark. It was like it went on forever before they got to that point. Right. Right. If you're going to play that game, though, you're going to get to my biggest like scientific inconsistency problem with the whole movie. How did you pick one? There's so many. Uh, Because the biggest one is like if the thing is trapped below, let's pretend and we'll get to the hydrogen sulfide (laughs) cloud in a little bit. But it's it's below that and blocked by that. How on earth did that first submarine get attacked by a meg when it wasn't below that since they discovered that? Mm -hmm. Well, who knows, right? 
maybe there's there, there was some other plume of like yeah sorry go on yeah but that's what i mean right like i'm just I'm like, right there with you yeah the, the whole it's, preface it's, is yeah. that that jason stahan is like confused or you know or like ostracized well, he also didn't or whatever see it the first time right like, Ollie knew that something hit the thing the first time. Like, he didn't actually see what was attacking them on the first time. And then on the second time, when the, the lady's like, oh, there's a big shark, he's like, it's a Megalodon. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. he just knew yeah. automatically what it was. But he knew the, the, the scientist's research, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I'm a big fan of your research, because that's how, that's, uh, that's how super obscure science works, as a bunch of very, uh, like, a bunch of scientists working on very obscure stuff know. <laughs> yeah. Random uh, Navy guys oh, like who loves clownfish that loves Kevin's research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, I understand where you're going with that, but there's like just so many problems that it's like you just have to either be like, okay, I'm not going to think too much about the science, or it's this whole podcast would just be, oh, and then another thing, oh, right, and then another thing. How about you know whatever. Well, I X, think that, y, and Z. for better or for worse, the contribution we have to this is to suggest that we should go through at some level all of the different problems with all the different the scientific things. scientific inaccuracies. Oh, okay. So, like, that – okay, fine. Then in that case, my <laughs> number one problem is it's like, A, like, there's the hydrogen sulfide thing, but it's like – and they kept – Clearly, right, like whoever the scientific consultant was impressed upon the writers or the writers were doing the research, and they're like, oh, the temperature thing is going to be a big deal. I'm like, okay, that is kind of a big deal, but how about another one? You're below 11,000 meters. The, the pressure, the pressure is the problem here, right? Like first, you're not going to get anything over what, about a foot long, you know, like low vertebrate over like a foot long because there's no – there's like no nutrients down there and the pressure – it's like oh, it's like this uh, this super vicious predator that's like evolved down here. Well, a the thing is going to be about like I don't know ten inches long, and it's like as soon as it comes up from depth, right? It's going to be like oh, my body totally can't handle this thing. It's like, it'd be like if suddenly like you went up into the stratosphere at like you know a hundred thousand you know like a hundred thousand feet of altitude, you'd be like oh yeah, I'm going to die now. You're all, yeah, I mean, the, the, also the whole idea of the hydrogen sulfide barrier would presumably not allow for oxygen to transfer across that. And so where exactly is this oxygen at the bottom of the ocean coming from if it's separated permanently from the top? Because normally the ocean water gets oxygen from the surface and then sinks because of in the cold areas of the ocean to the bottom. And that's how we get oxygen throughout the oceans, which is why we worry about you know, to some degree, why we worry about like icebergs melting and everything, like altering like how the flows of the ocean. When you watch like what Day After Tomorrow or some of these like crazy movies where the ocean temperature, you know, affects the climate and everything like that, it's all related to these same phenomena. And you just sit there and you go yeah. like, nothing about this makes sense. Like you can't have hydrothermal vents on the bottom producing gas and oxygen. Right. <laughs> like, well, yeah. no, the whole point is the hydrothermal vents must be the thing that's causing this hydrogen sulfide right like right. is that implied right like yeah, yeah. but the, where's the oxygen coming from then right right exactly yeah that's a good point life requires oxygen all you know right life yeah, finds no. a way well i mean you know it's like <laughs> yeah, right yeah da, na, na, na. anyway oh by the way speaking of uh what is it like uh, uh monster movies that are super disappointing the new jurassic world movie mm, that was oh wow I mean, probably still the third best Jurassic <laughs> Jurassic Park movie because Jurassic Park two and three were so god awful. Sorry, this is yeah. tangent. You can cut this. Sorry. Uh, no, I uh, think this uh, is good. We should keep talking about this kind of stuff. Um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's like uh, the other problem too, right? It's like there's like these like there's also physical constraints too. That's why I get so fixated on the the whole pressure thing, right? It's like it's like even if you get around the temperature, oh, it's warm underneath this hydrogen sulfide thing. Yeah, we have the oxygen problem. We have the how did it get up the first time to get the uh, the sub? But then there's also how is this entire ecosystem even exist? Because clearly they show all of these bony fish down there and some and cartilaginous are, fishes. Right, and our star is a cartilaginous fish, which even ha which has an even like um, shallower like maximum depth, right? Because I think <laughs> sharks max out at what about like fifteen hundred to two thousand meters. I'm not up on the literature, but it's around two thousand meters of depth before you just lose all cartilaginous fishes, right? And it's like around eight thousand meters when you lose all bony fishes. So it's like okay, so how are they? It's like, how did they get down there and how do they keep surviving? Because we know nothing survives like south of about 8,000 meters if you're a fish. Yeah, so the, like, yeah, right. I mean, like there's a couple of different reasons. Like there's something called TMAO, which is like a yeah. small molecule that somehow has to do with the actual osmo, osmo regulation of an organism. And so if you're like a large non-osmo conformer, so if you're like some sort of thing like a bony fish or a cartilaginous fish, somewhere in the mid-8,000s, there's not enough TMAO you can get into your body to, to where you can still be an osmo regulator where you control your salt levels like a human does or any vertebrate does. You have to well, be an osmo conformer. You... Right. Well, no, theoretically you could, right? It's around like the mid-8,000s, right? You suddenly would become... You would need so much TMA, TMAO, right, that you become – I'm going to screw this up – like hypertonic relative right. to seawater, right. and that's just not possible, right? right. Physiologically, and, nothing right. can so, make that like – like they can't break that leap, at least not with TMAO. Maybe they could involve something else to do it. Right, and so that's the whole problem, right? So like you only get osmoconformers below that depth. So things like jellyfish right. or Inverts. like sea cucumbers maybe – I don't know if – I'm not – up to date, I assume there's some sea stars that could do it, but like you basically are some sort of classic marine deep sea invertebrate group. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's like, and so the, all of a sudden you go down there and suddenly even like the polychaete worms that are the hydrothermal vent things, they're not going to survive at those depths. Like not like they're enough of a multicellular complicated organism that they would have to like regulate that, especially with hydrogen sulfide. So like you sit there and you go like, none of this makes any sense. And they got like, I think there were like rat tails. So yeah, yeah. Uh, there was angler fish. There was either snailfish or like cusky, right? It's like yeah, all the classic, sort of, yeah, like so, eel, like, exactly. you know, like lumpy looking like, yeah, exactly. There's like all these things that you're like, oh yeah, these are all the classic deep sea fish but they can't survive that far down. Like it's just, but at not, least they're deep sea fish. Whereas like Megalodon yes. belongs in coastal shallow water. Right, 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 right. Yes. And yeah. again, it's gigantic, which is the whole like nutrient problem down there. Right. There's it's also like, a oh, giant you... squid. Yes. I was just about to say, but that's okay. Cause it's eating the giant squids down there. Right. Which where are these nutrients? There's got to be just like a torrential downpour of like dead whale carcasses to that one random trench there that they're looking at. So did you guys, when they went through the hydrogen sulfide, regardless of how you felt about the hydrogen sulfide cloud, when mm -hmm. they went down there, did you expect it to be as shallow? Like, don't you think that if they were going to go through that, I thought they would oh, actually yeah, go yeah, down yeah. a lot deeper. Not like, it was like, yeah, right. it was just like, uh, and it was here's like, the bottom. Yeah, here's yeah exactly. another hundred we broke meters through of amazing and you're basically stuff. <laughs> Right, exactly, and then it's a, it's like the, the the megalodon equivalent is like it's like it's like a really tall person crouching down in like a, a dollhouse where it's like oh I, I can't quite fit in here because it's so, I'm so close to the the ceiling of like hydrogen sulfide. Yeah, I know. It's like that part. Yeah, was, that's a good I, point. I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, I just kept thinking. Silly. 
Yeah, I just I felt like it should fall down. Like, what was that horrible like Ed Harris movie that was almost good? Oh, The Abyss. The Abyss, right? Like, like, there was a lot deeper. Yeah, that's like a classic example. Yeah, sorry. Good. No, that's all I was gonna say. It's like it felt like a lot deeper. Whereas this was just like, and here's an extra ten feet, and it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's almost like um. What's that old? Uh, what's that old movie where it's like? I, and I'm gonna screw this up, so I, I'm not gonna guess at the name. But you know, it's like, um, it's it's the older movie that they've remade. I think maybe with like Brendan Fraser or like The Rock, where it's like, oh, we go down deep, and all of a sudden you're in this area where it's like, oh, there's dinosaurs roaming around in this like, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, like the of the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that one. It's like it's kind of like that where it's like, oh, hey, we've breached this barrier, and all of a sudden there's this super amazing ecosystem in this tiny little space down there. So offensive. Mentally. Well, I mean, and then there's the other thing too, where it's like, again, we're biologists, but it's like, okay, the the first sub that gets disabled, right? That like is the inciting incident that causes this whole thing. But then they're like, oh, we're gonna take this thing that looks like it's like a a toy, and it's just <laughs> gonna go down to eleven thousand meters in like what, like ten minutes? Like I'm like, what is the technology here? This literally makes no goddamn sense. That thing the the uh, <laughs> yeah. the Chinese lady goes down and looks like it would get crushed like a third of the way there. You'd be like, this thing is totally not designed for this. You know, this pressure yeah. or depth. Yeah, I know. It's like a bubble on the top and the bottom. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like super thin. It's got all these little thrusters and stuff. I'm like. Yeah. And as soon uh, as the giant rockets. squid grabbed it, the pressure was about too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right, exactly. That was the straw that broke the camel's that, that back. That was the like, part that, yeah, ruined it. It was the giant squid. Yeah. 11,000 exactly. meters plus squid, too much. Squid, yeah, yeah. just too it's much. way too much. Right, Although way I, too much. I did appreciate the technology idea of, like, cameras recreating on screens what it looks like on the outside. That they had like kind of going in the different subs. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I, 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 that I was thought cool that looking. was that was clever. I had never heard mm-hmm. of anyone doing anything. I thought that was kind of fun. I mean, I don't think I, maybe you guys would know more, but like, I don't think the subs that go down to the bottom of these things have any sort of hint of agility. No, yeah. I think they just drop and then right. pop back up. But yeah, well, I, mean, I assume that's all like physical, right? Again, not engineers, but like the physical constraints of the environment. Yeah, I was also wondering, like, when the guy's going down and they're like, oh, he's going too fast and he's getting a bloody nose, does that make any sense at all? Either, like, there's pressure no. and that thing can't take it no. or it can't, right? I don't know. And he, like, blew his ears out or whatever. He's just, like, like he's on an airplane. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't – I mean, hey, uh, yeah, we could be wrong, but I'm like, I don't think that's how subs work. <laughs> it's like we go from – like, on an airplane, we go from one atmosphere of pressure towards zero <laughs> – and this is going towards like right. hundreds of atmospheres of pressure. Like the scale is like completely off, you know, but that well, thing has to be pressurized. Otherwise it's the, you know. Right. Exactly. Right. But it's, yeah, exactly. But it's pressurized in a different way in the yeah, sense the that it's way. like, right. It's like, it's sealed. So it's one atmosphere of pressure, no matter what depth it is. It's the whole, the outside pressure is what prevents you from going beyond a certain depth versus a plane, right? Is it's pressurized, but it's not airtight right that, that's that's what i yeah, yeah i kept wondering i was like this has to be the way this is i'm not crazy yeah <laughs> i mean but the scale it's just like it's hard to just like really imagine that we worry so much about going from one atmosphere to zero i mean obviously zero mm-hmm. is a fundamentally different thing than any number but like you know we so many problems happen in such a short change in our atmospheric mm-hmm. pressure that like you know taking it down to like hundreds if not thousands of atmospheres of pressure is kind of an amazing shift 
right now. Yeah, yeah, totally fine for these people who are just like uh, willy-nilly, just like on a Sunday stroll going down there to save their friends and that whatever weird flying sub thing <laughs> somehow is designed for this. Uh, oh, the other thing too is like, and again, I don't know this, right? But it's like, how fast can you descend in a sub? Because it just seemed like, oh, they're down there, whatever, 11,000 meters down. It's like, let's go get them. Like, I think that ascension is usually hours? more of a problem than descent. I think ascending is harder than descending because you have mm-hmm. to because the pressures mm-hmm. are getting bigger rather than small. You know, the, or the the effect of pressure on volumes of gas as you ascend is worse, right? That's why you mm-hmm. can kind of go down when you're scuba diving and then have to slowly go back up because everything is expanding rather than getting smaller. But they just right, sort of blow their they blow their tanker canisters they have some expression they use and then they just shoot up to oh, the, the top. ballast or whatever right they, yeah like they the drop ballast, yeah. or something like that but even then right it'd be like Shh, okay like i'll see you in about three and a half hours right it's like it's like you know it's like three and a half hours from now we'll see you at the surface kind of thing even if i don't know again we're, we're not submariners or whatever physicists so i have no idea we, we can just, just struck me as wrong how terrible the biology yeah exactly but i can't explain it and we don't really know how long do you guys feel like it was between when the subs broke the thermocline and the the megalodon was up in the shallow water now, as if it would rush immediately to the shallow water at the exact same place and find them perfectly. It only felt like a couple of hours. Yeah, like, I, I don't think remember. they slept or anything, right? Like it felt like it no, was the same it, day. Yeah, it, it definitely was like the same day. But that could just be an editing thing, and I just don't remember thinking about it that clearly at the time. Because I think it would. Take I mean, a, it's a good point. Mega, I just well, why, uh, the Meg would take a while to get up there, like if it had to acclimate. Right. right. You know. <laughs> you know. Weeks, gonna... I don't know. Days, weeks, as it slowly, like, you know, acclimates from. Yeah. Yeah. Again, going back to the, I'm pretty sure no species that's that deep could be like, oh, hey, let me just go wander up to the surface and see what's up there, and then eat a bunch of people quickly <laughs> yeah it's like full well, full speed right exactly oh and then this is another this is on the long list of oh this science was like made no goddamn sense here what well, is low on the list but do you remember when it first shows up like in the shallow water when it's going to start its whole menacing campaign and it's like threatening the little girl and it's like it pulls up it's like oh look at this little girl i'm just gonna hover here for a little bit like giving her the evil eye so she turns around and like is freaked out by me i'm like a really large great white shark like how did it stop in place and it's like staring at this like glass you know wall like (laughs) am i the only one who is like it it physically can't do that right it's like oh hang on let me uh, let me deploy my thrusters and just hover in place here because that's how my entire body is you know like evolved to be Mm, don't think so yeah i realize it's kind of nitpicky but i was just like "Mm." But you guys know the scene I'm talking about, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Where it just yeah, kind of right. pulls up it and it's like, it, and... yeah, yeah, exactly. It bites the glass. It's like in the shadows and it's like, mm. it's like, I yeah, see like you. Hovering. Yeah. And it's just hovering there for like, I don't know, five seconds. And you're like, I don't think that's how shark, those kind, at least those kinds of sharks work. Yeah. I don't think there's too many mackerel sharks that's come to a standstill right. or hover. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, and this is like one of my complaints too, not like science related, but I just didn't like how the shark looked. Like, I, I realize it's, like, an artistic or, you know, like, limitation of the special effects or whatever, right? But it just looked like, I don't know, real baggy is the best way I could describe it. It didn't look like a sleek, 
you know, like a great white, like a mackerel shark, right? It's like it looked like real saggy and kind of like, you know, when it was moving, it was just like like this lumbering, like state puff marshmallow man kind of body where it's like stuff would – you know what I'm talking about? It's like it looked like stuff was jiggling and I'm like, why does this shark look like this? It just looks like a little – Maybe that was like, their way of dealing with the pressure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got the consistency it's of a like tuna cat. It's like the blobfish of a shark, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's got, yeah, it's exactly. like the blobfish oh, meat. It's like the good saggy point. shark. I had not thought about that. Well, that's what I kept wondering. It's like, how is there not a blobfish down in that uh, that uh, oasis at the bottom? That's one of the but questions. But if there had been, would anybody know that that's what it was? Because it doesn't look the same. We so. would have, and that's what counts. <laughs> yeah. Leo or would have been like blobscoping. And no awesome. one else. They would, <laughs> yeah. Ever, either that, or they would have made it look like the iconic picture, except at depth, and you'd, and then would that be another thing we'd add to the long list of things to complain about? I mean, did you did you have so much, as many uh, complaints as as Kevin Matt with the way it looked? Uh, I thought that it looked a little. Uh, I I think they kind of made it look more like a basking shark or something than than a great white but at the same time you know i always kind of wonder because they always make these things look like when they do the paleo reconstructions of megalodon they make them look very much like a great white but all we really have right are the teeth like we don't even actually have the jaws no we, have, we, we have teeth poop and and a, a vertebrae that's all we have. Right, because there's always like the iconic photos of Megalodon jaws and everybody standing behind mm -hmm. it. But that's all just reconstructive fantasy, right? Like the only thing we really got to go on are the teeth. And like, yeah, the teeth, the shapes are most similar to our modern gray whites. So like one could infer that it likely looks like a gray white. But, well, where's, you know, well, where's knows, Sarah, really? right? She can come in here and give us like a, you know, her expert opinion on like, you know, paleontological reconstructions, right? But, you know, like, it's safer to assume that it's more like a great white shark than it is like a, I don't know, a basking shark just based on the teeth alone, right? Well, like, that, like there's, there's two views, yeah. right? Like, there's two published views. One is that it's like a mako and one of – that it's like a great white. And both of those are quote-unquote mackerel sharks, right? So they're in the same order. So, like, the same level as, like, primates or something like that. Right. So I just like felt like close. the way they made it look like in the movie was Actually, they in the same order? to, like, a – it just looked like Kevin said, like large and baggy. So it kind of did look yeah. to me more like a basking shark or something. Mm -hmm. it, it had that kind of a giant fleshy appearance and not so sleek. But basking right? sharks are in that order too. No, <laughs> but I know. I, but and I'm not disagreeing with you because yeah. But it was just kind of like large and kind of. It definitely was not sleek. You know, right? No. It wasn't. It was not a mako or a great white, which are the no. only two hypotheses that are out there. <laughs> which are both which like are the ones mako is like the fastest the shark. Sense. Yeah. I guess, like, uh, the appearance didn't bother me a ton, partially because, you know, who knows what the thing actually looked like. But, you know, I mean, like, we, we it have just didn't idea, look cool. But, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it didn't look as, you know, you know like, it's you one know. of those things where we could make it look very scientifically accurate, or then you could take some creative licenses. It's like when people complain about the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park now right. not having feathers, right? Which I thought was funny in like Jurassic World. They explained it. They're like, "Well, we did all these genetic things to them, so they can't be perfect. So back off, right?" Like right. that was like the geneticist. Like, Which I'm okay to that, <laughs> right? As a uh, what is it? Not to keep going back to like Jurassic World, but it's like, yeah, it's like as a movie viewer, I'm okay with it because this is one of those cases like where it's like, oh, as we find out, like as science tells us more about this it's like oh man t-rex gets less cool every day right it's like oh it's like a giant chicken covered in feathers it couldn't roar it probably couldn't run very fast it couldn't do this it couldn't do that it probably looked like this you're like oh so basically it'd be like the most 
like unintimidating like villain yeah. you know You're monster basically ever. Like a giant ostrich cool yeah right <laughs> boy can um, kick the crap out of you but that's gonna but be right yeah, I mean, like, the jurassic park movies are a good comparison to this because it's a similar kind of you know it's this is kind of a mashup between a jurassic park movie and jaws um mm-hmm. in a lot of ways particularly like the new jurassic world ones so did and, either of you notice because i had the pleasure of seeing the movie twice that it had oh, seven seven gill slits Oh, I didn't notice that. I decided oh, I would weird. count that on the second one. So while that is possible for sharks, I just wanted to highlight it before we go on to the Jurassic World comparisons. That oh, actually, no, not. before we go on to the tell us, why did you – so, Dr. Smith, why <laughs> did you see the movie twice in such a short time span? <laughs> well, I Let us hear the story. Jason Statham fan. He loves <laughs> Rain Wilson. I, I, Rain Wilson was – Rain Wilson and the little girl and were my two favorite parts of the movie. But mm-hmm. um, I did – I watched it once for my own pleasure and to kind of learn about it. And then I had to watch it a second time with a group of people to uh, share my thoughts on it. So they were, they were going to ask me a bunch of questions about it and uh, for the scientific accuracy. And so I felt like I should watch it twice before that so that I could like, yeah, what was look this? What, what was the official capacity that you were, you know, I answering the, questions about its scientific uh, you know, accuracy yeah. and all that. There was just an event at a museum in Kansas City that asked me, the uh, Prairie Fire Museum that asked me to to do this. It was fun. I mean, they asked me mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of questions. Yeah. Some, some no, I, I, I was better prepared for. Right? So can, oh, yeah. You know, that was fun. It was a yeah, good time. Publicize it. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. I, th- I highly recommend go, anyone should go to see uh, things with experts. I think it would be kind of fun to go see, like, The Martian and have some mm-hmm. astrophysicist or whoever would be the right. appropriate for that kind of thing. I think yeah. that there's some value in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was kind of watching for that. I was trying to figure out like claspers. I was trying to figure out if they, if I could figure out the gender didn't of them. I, I remember thinking claspers. about it. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I, but I then looked a couple of times. I wasn't like paying attention by. the whole time. Yeah. So I kept looking like, and I don't remember seeing claspers. They, they really cut through it real fast, right? Like the, it's a lot of real fast, short scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have this impression of what we think of that shark, but if I can't come up, it, if it took me like 12 times before I could finally count the number of gill slits and we can't remember any claspers, it's really not on the screen very long. No. From those angles, anyway. Right. Well, I mean, I think in general, right, it's the whole Jaws thing. It's like, this is one of those things where it's like, eh, less is more. Yeah. A lot of the dorsal. Yeah, but, it, but, but see, like, that's, in this movie, I think more would have been more, right? Like, Jaws is Jaws. Like, it's a suspenseful, serious thriller. Like, Slow, I kept pacing, waiting for the yeah. shark to, like, jump out of the water and eat a helicopter, right? It's just like, the helicopter is literally hovering there. Eat it. Like, how many times? Actually, yeah, there's so many helicopters. I assumed it was going to eat that. Yeah, I assumed it was going to eat a helicopter there. And, it, yeah, you're right. I, I actually did have that expectation a bunch of times. It never, not a single right. helicopter was harmed like, in the making of this the, movie. In this movie, I feel like more is more, right? Like, they should have just, like, cranked it up a notch. Like, have it take oh. out a helicopter. Like, all of yes. those things. Sorry, I guess I should have um, prefaced that with, yes, I agree with you. Um, but I didn't, like, explain myself. It's like, if they had the special effects, like, skill and the budget of, like, a you know, Jurassic Park, then yes, more would have been more. But the shark didn't look that good. So, hey, maybe less of it. <laughs> That, that's my take right like the little i saw of it was like i'm like mm, what's this big what's this big like i don't know whatever um beanbag chair to and like cruise in the oceans it's like if that's the impression i came away with it it's like maybe we don't want to show it all the time 
I also like it towards the end when it's like in that bay with all the people. It's like, why does he even bother biting? Why isn't it just like like hauling oh. right through that whole crowd <laughs> yeah. of people with his exactly. mouth open? Just that's like where the basking shark is. Yeah, right? Exactly. That's where it could have been the basking shark <laughs> analog. He just opens his mouth and is just like hoovering them all up. Right. <laughs> And yeah, like when it did bite, like, all it seemed to bite was boards. You're like, why is it like, ah, yeah. Well, once it bit the whale right next to Rain Wilson. It did oh, eat right, the little right. baby whale, yeah. That was like the, yeah. <laughs> but it's disappointing because. Like, Where's the mother you, whale? And just like, yeah. Because you didn't oh, yeah, see the, it eat the other whale. whale. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, the dead whale. That's right. Uh, that was the, like the, the largest yeah. jump scare in the whole thing. And I knew it was coming up. And so I watched the audience on the second time I watched it. And people freaked out. Like that was that really the largest jump scare successful. or one of the ones when they were like underwater in the cage and somehow this thing is sneaking up on like um, – I can't remember the character's name. Like shoot, shoot – uh, look it up. The Lee Bingbing character or like yeah. when Jason Statham was like swimming around like in the open water. I, I, that was definitely the biggest jump scare like watching the audience. Okay. The second time it I was kind of remarkable for how big of a shark it was that they just kept losing track of it visually, just like <laughs> constantly, just like where did it go? <laughs> but it's yeah, it's a, but out it's, there in the open ocean. Yeah, I mean, I'm kidding, well, by that, the way. but yeah, but like at the same time, that is you know, vision is rough out there. But the, the mm. weird thing is that it never lost track of anything, right? Yeah. And then it was immediately attuned. Like I'm going to go to this but bay it's the off the, killing on this machine. island. Off, uh, you know, this island off the coast of China, which is like mm-hmm. super populated. I'm just gonna like hone in on that and go straight there because you know why not? Yeah. I've been in the well, island so file for 10, 15 million years, but I totally know where the humans are. <laughs> and humans here, are my preferred question, food since, item uh, too. Since we're all scientists, let's say we discovered this megalodon and we knew that it was just like out wreaking havoc. Would we alert some authorities and say, hey, there's a giant shark nearby? Or would we just be like, we're going to go kill it? Because I have a hard time believing that the three of us would volunteer to jump on a boat to go kill it. I'm pretty sure that well, all three of us would right. be like – You'd be the most likely. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not saying much, right? That's on a relative scale. Um, yeah, that is a good point. Me and Leo would be like, oh, nope, 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 nope. All the dopes were out, <laughs> right? It's like yeah. Calling the army, calling like, oh, we yeah, should probably exactly. tell someone this shark is out there. Yeah. Oh, know, by like, the way, after we're like 100, like, uh, we're 100 miles inland from the nearest like uh, 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 body of open water, then we make the call. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. It was like, we owe it to everyone to deal with this ourselves. And it's like, shouldn't you tell somebody that this shark is out there? Like, anyone? Someone? Also, th- that is a good point. Anybody? I hadn't thought about that. What makes <laughs> them think that they're qualified to kill this thing? Yeah, <laughs> right, right? It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you might be a shark expert, but maybe you want to call in people who would be good at killing this thing, not studying it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, everything about that is a bad idea. I'm still trying to figure out, so like, how, okay, so was the one that attacked the thing, the same one that they estimated was 25 meters, was the first one they caught 25 meters? I think it was the mm-hmm. first one that was supposed to be the smaller one, and then they were like, oh, and oh the yeah, other one definitely one. So what, how big does that make that second one? Because it right, but what Leo's asking one. is, yeah, exactly, is like <laughs> that the 75 one? feet one, the little one that got, you know, that they killed first, or the second one that was doing all the, like, subsequent, well, I, like, I think the second one was also the one that was supposed to have eaten the whales, and the one that took the bite out of the glass, right? So the second one was the one that bit the glass. Really? It, yeah, really? because... Yeah, because when they catch the little one on the boat, Jason Statham's character is like, "Oh, the bite oh, marks on yes, this don't yes. match okay, the glass. Point. Like, good oh, point. this bite, these bite marks don't match." And so, how would you know that from eyeballing the teeth, 
like after the thing is like you know like all flopping around on the deck versus like oh i have a perfect photographic memory of what the teeth well, look like this, in this, this is like, why reverse cast on the glass this is how we <laughs> yeah. end up just in university jobs rather than just drinking beer in thailand yeah, yeah <laughs> we're not true. experts yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he is we're the not, only person State, to, though, right? to do a rescue mission below 11,000 meters. So. <laughs> <laughs> Except for his two best friends that he killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm thinking well, in this scenario, other... in this scenario, right, it's like given our relative like fitness and like ability to actually do stuff, you and me, Leo, we're the ones who get left behind and Matt's the one who's like blowing the, uh, blowing the hatch and bailing the hell out of there on us. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll miss you guys. See ya. <laughs> yeah. It's been real, but we got to go. Ka-chunk. Again, right? Like, I had a lot of complaints, but I don't think I hated it as much as uh, as Matt did. Like, for all of the well, I high... I didn't hate it, but I was disappointed because I really wanted, like... It's one of those things, like, either make it a really solid movie or just embrace the full-on monster movie mayhem. And I felt like this movie just kept pulling back, right? Like... Like, pick one of those things. Like, you're either being dramatic, like Leo said, like, add the dramatic music and make it more serious, or embrace the pulp kind of monster roots and go whole hog on it that way. I thought um, they kind of did, because there's that whole, like, whatever, that little, like, dog that almost gets eaten, right? But it almost got eaten. It didn't get eaten, right? Like, embrace it. Like, in the end, the dog was fine, and everything right. was fine, and like you said, very few people actually died. Yeah, and... that was super disappointing. Again, of Just the, the two characters. biggest nerds. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Because, you know, we're completely, like... Actually, the three biggest nerds. Yeah. Com- oh, right, because of the dad, too, right? It's like, yeah, because we're completely, like... Um, Actually, would you say the four biggest nerds, too? Because the doctor went, too. The medical doctor. Oh, and yeah, the, the medical doctor oh, went, and too, yeah. But the billionaire, too. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking when when you said three was the billionaire, right? Because he's the, the head no, scientist. No, it's the, or whatever the two the guys that were down in the, in the exactly. submarine both died. Right, hero from Heroes. Yeah. And the, 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 the chunky dude. I can't remember what his name yeah, was. Yeah, and then the dad and Ray Wilson. And the Wilson. dad who's the head scientist. Oh, right, right. And well, the right, and we, oh, yeah, so all the uh, – it's like all the smart people did it. Well, well, no, no, because we, we they're smart. We don't know how smart Rain Wilson is. He's just a billionaire. Oh, okay. Good point. Kind right? of a goofy maybe he's not a, Yeah, maybe not a tech billionaire. But yeah, exactly. The Four, four, four of the five smartest people there, because the daughter is another scientist, and she yeah. does survive, right? Bite it. But you know, let's be honest, right? In that situation, wouldn't we be the first to go? Oh, yeah. But that's just yeah. out of lethargy. <laughs> well, that and the complete, <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the complete like ineptness in terms of you know being in the field and physical ability. I would de- yeah, I would definitely be the fat guy that like was in the water just like posing and stupidly fell and died. Like mm-hmm. God, even think that would that would be me. Right. Well, so then clearly you get in the shark tank to like inject it with the the poison. Oh hell no! Right. It's like <laughs> so that was like one of the things I liked about the movie. Right. It's like it kind of played with those things, and instead of going for the cliche, there's that one thing where it's like Jason Statham's like, okay, I guess I'm gonna go south swimming, and his his buddy's like, you know, like uh, if you want, I can go out there, and you know, I, I can go out there instead. And Jason Statham's like, no, no, I'll, I'll do it. He's like, oh well, thank God, because I was just lying. There's no way I was gonna go swimming out there. I'm like, yes, exactly. That's a realistic response to this scenario, which is, oh hell no. I mean, that's a, there's some, there's also some one scene where like something happens and he has to jump in the water really fast and he gets on a, on a wetsuit faster than any human in the history of the world. Right, right, right. <laughs> like not to get into the inaccuracies and the minutia, but like I was still well, like, he was probably well oiled, so. <laughs> <laughs> his, his, his natural oils, right? He's just like, yeah. and on. 
when I did that event thing at, in Kansas City, the other person that was with me was a film critic, and he got to interview okay. all the different actors and actresses. Oh, okay. Cool. And he said that Jason, the Jason guy, did all of his own stunts, and he's actually like was on the British dive team when he oh, was Oh, yeah, he a, was a yeah, – yeah, yeah, he's a professional or whatever, like an Olympic-level diver or something like yeah, that at some and point. Because so, like I kept watching him swim and going like – Dang, that guy's really good at swimming. That was weird, right? Like, but I just kind of wrote wrote it off when I was watching the movie, especially the second time. Like, going like because they have shots of like directly above him and stuff. I was like, he's really good at swimming and really good at diving. Like, not thinking too much about it. Just like maybe if you're a fit Hollywood actor, you can do this. Like that was what's going through my. I literally like had that thought prior to finding this out. But like he was like talking about all the different like you know. You know that the Jason Statham. I can never pronounce his name. I always want to call him Jason Strahan. Um, like <laughs> basically, like that was the hardest sort of uh, like stunts he'd ever done because it's just so treacherous, kind of being dragged around in water for all those things. And how oh, yeah. they originally tried to do a lot of the scenes in pools of water, but couldn't, and so they basically had to go out okay. into the water. So they did all of it off New Zealand. Oh, okay, I didn't know that beforehand, but all the oh, videos wow, yeah. were shot in, off of New Zealand, which is why there's like kelp forests, which don't belong oh, off the coast okay. of tropical Taiwan. But he was talking about how just treacherous the whole thing was. I thought it was interesting hmm. kind of thinking about sense. it. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, no. You know, because he's basically being pulled by the, you know, by the wire and swimming at the same time, right? You know, the like that would be horrible. Because mm-hmm. I just kept wondering why there was a kelp forest. Because <laughs> there aren't kelp forests in the tropics. <laughs> Or the sub- even temperate water so much, you know. So you really have to get up to like California temperatures before you get that. It's like yeah, I guess I hadn't thought time. about that. I just assumed it was like one of those liberties where they're like, oh, this looks cinematic, right? So they just threw in like a sure, like, but it was real kelp, right? So you're just yeah, like, yeah, where, yeah. where did they film this thing to make it look like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. And then I was like, how do they like, you know, I know that there's plenty of Chinese people everywhere, but I was like, how do they like, what's the casting call for that beach scene? Oh, <laughs> in New Zealand, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I, I actually no, got like, the what, beach scene. Was the beach actually in New Zealand? Yeah, all that was done in New Zealand. Oh, okay, I thought that. I thought I actually liked that part. The beach, oh, the right? guy in the ball, the like the people oh, the on kid. the platforms. The it kid had, like, like eating of, his like uh, popsicle. But that, such a, like, <clears throat> but that was such an obvious Jaws like homage or ripoff that there were lots of those though, right? Like because like, I just watched Jaws on the in-between the two days that I watched this and like even like stabbing the thing with poison in the like mm-hmm. weak spots of the shark was straight for out of jaws and things like that. It's like, but they yeah. have to, right? Well, yeah. yeah, which is, which is fine. Like the beach part was fun. Like it no, was, but even the mom, but it I, was exactly the same. You're totally right though. Yeah. It was exactly the same as like jaws and like, or they were going for the same kind of thing. It was like a, but I assume that was deli- deliberate, it. right? They're like, Oh, oh yeah. It had, have it a, had like, to be you know, this like jaws callback. I'm just so like, I like, but they should have more mayhem there, right? Like it's it's like at that point the the shark is like in that bay with all those people, and almost nobody gets eaten. Even the like the lead up with the dog and the like wedding boat, right? That they drop that kind of completely. Like they're just no, so I don't know. Like actual it did mayhem. eat a bunch of people, right? Like on its because it it had a couple of did passes it, it through there, a few, right? But like. I, it, if if it did a lot of it's off screen like i don't know mm-hmm. maybe i'm just like the gorehound and i'm just like i i watch so many horror movies i like i want to see some of this at this point like monster mayhem but like or at least take down like somebody we recognize other than like those five right. dudes right like comparatively I mean, like did you guys watch the piranha remake from a few years ago the one um, with yes 
but that was like, like R-rated and super gory, right? Christopher Lloyd or something. Yeah, it's like super gory. Yeah, yeah the one, yeah, the one that Christopher Lloyd is in. It has it's a very similar storyline, right? With this like primitive yeah, habitat yeah, yeah. that's like released and you have this living fossil in quotation marks that right. gets released. Like, um, But that one really embraced the gore and kind of mm-hmm. knew what it was, right? Like in that one, on some level, I enjoyed that one more, even though it's more campy and like... Um, has obviously some crazier things in it than this one, but so you're saying it knew what it was and like really leaned into that, and that you appreciated yeah, that like, more than yeah. That. Where th- this one, I feel like, was leaning in different directions, and in the end, just ended up average. And like mediocrity sometimes is worse than just like Sharknado, right? Like if this was Sharknado, whoa, 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 let's not get crazy now. <laughs> but Sharknado, we all know what Sharknado is for a reason. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I'm the. Not saying- the film critic like hit on this point. He said it like his he gave it like a two or a three, and he was basically like out of ten, out of ten, and he was just like it's like all those movies I saw when I was in the seventies and eighties on like you know one of the channels you dialed in on the UHF oh, yeah, chan- yeah. Mm-hmm. change, except for that it has good special effects and you didn't see the zipper on the costume. Like he basically right, right, was right, like right, yeah. like you remove the special effects and this is one of those movies, which is what I think Matt's saying. Except for at least most of those that were good, the memorable ones of those weekend movies were because they were they like thrived on their campiness yeah whereas this didn't thrive on it and the sucky ones of those weekend things didn't either they thought they were real Mm -hmm. or something right right like give us that audience kind of like pleasing moment of the shark jumping out and getting the helicopter right like it just kept it felt like it kept pulling back from the things where you're just like oh this is gonna happen this is gonna be awesome and then it didn't happen like oh it's getting to a bay full of people this is gonna be awesome oh and then no one really gets eaten right it just it just turns around and starts to face jason statham in a submarine right because they played whale songs even though they haven't seen a whale in 15 million years since they were like trapped in hydrogen sulfide right yeah no it did eat the other two right just turned around wasn't that the point Right, that it was playing the whale song that got the other two whales to show up at the uh, the underwater like crazy. sea base, and then it, it shows it, up it and eat eats the, other the two. two. Right, and so it's like, ooh, whale. It's like a, it, but it's it is funny how the, my dog took like six months to learn like you know the word bacon. <laughs> you know I mean? Your dog is clearly not the ultimate killing machine that the Meg is. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. What was the Meg the ultimate killing machine, or was it Jason Statham? No, a good point. Good point. I just like that they embraced his specialness. I did enjoy it when he was just like, "I'm going to finish this by making it bleed." Like, <laughs> <laughs> if it, so, so what? Like a predator call back? If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like so ridiculous too. It's like that thing's skin. Not knowing, of course, what its skin is actually like, since we don't have it. But like, it seems like but, it would be a little harder than to just kind of like dig your fin of your racer boat into it into and just it. drag it along yeah right. and it would have been so thick right that whole layer of tissue would have been so thick just like piercing it would have been hard given all the denticles and the way that like shark skin is because right. it's kind of like evolved to be armor-esque in its own way like digging it in would have been hard enough like wouldn't you have just got stuck right like, <laughs> yeah, why, exactly. no. like but it's really fast no, up. <laughs> oh it's like not even no it's like like think about that have you ever yeah, tried again, to right? dissect a shark in the lab you know like you guys have seen it like all the yeah. students are just like pulling at the skin and can yeah. barely even get it off like and that no. thing just like cut through it like butter yeah no it's like i hadn't even thought about that but now you're talking about it. it's like this is what would happen it's like oh hey look 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 at my sub i'm going at really really high speed i like cut into the thing and then immediately snag on it and then slam into the side of the <laughs> shark right because that's basically yeah. what would happen right because it's like yeah you're right there's like no give in that because it's you but this is like a, a, 
It's a hundred foot shark. It's not right, a four I mean. foot shark. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Two, or two feet or whatever they are in the glass. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, let's yeah. take like a 20 foot, like a great white, scale it up five times. How much thicker is its skin and all of its tissue? You're like, your little like, what, what is it? Racing sub would literally just snag and then smash into it. Cause it'd be like, it would just get caught on the skin. Yeah. And, well, yeah. this is where the flabbiness comes in. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's just, it just it gets lost in the like the weird layers of just extra. It's like a sharpe of dogs of sharks. I mean, it's just like uh, mm. yeah, it's definitely a well-fed shark for, for being under that thermocline layer. Uh, well, is it a well-fed shark or a shark that's you know gone on one of those like gastric bypass like you know surgeries and now has lost a whole bunch of weight but the skin hasn't caught up yet? You know, like yeah, Fat Bastard from uh, Austin Powers. Because <laughs> that's you know kind of what it was like. This like little like you know this little sack of skin that's like roaming around eating things. And well, by the I'm way, a, like oh, oh go on, sorry, good, no good. I was gonna say, what did they actually get scientifically right then? Megalodon well, like was said, a large it shark like it that was existed. In the right order of sharks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was in the same ballpark as what it might look like. Their little mm-hmm. computer screen Wikipedia thing had the right length of the of the longest megalodon tooth ever found. Oh, did it? Well, okay. that little computer screen didn't it like remind you of one of those like children's books, like one of those was it DIY or whatever? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like it just looked like right. one of those scenes from like big one of those colorful books pictures and like big text. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part was it was like it had a skeleton and then like the jaw musculature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. I don't know if you guys saw it because again I saw it the second time, but yeah, I, I, on I the shelves when the I'm still trying to figure out how like they had fresh apples on the shelf when the father died and they were the the daughter was lamenting and being sad with the things she had a big bowl full of fresh apples which was weird but she also had a picture of president former president Obama <laughs> yeah no I remember that that was like on the <laughs> yeah, like, to show how like famous thing. Yeah. No, no, but it was like on that shelf of like random awards and trophies and stuff like that and so I assume apples. it was like. In the middle was of the that? ocean. And fresh apples. Yeah, and fresh apples. I assume it was to show like how famous the dad was. I know, but it was right? so like, Look at this guy. He's shaking hands. So He's like mingling with like famous people. It was so ridiculous. I mean, like I said, it's like the for you know, all the for all the things where you're like, oh well that was entertaining, the movie did have like lots of downs and like sort of like these like for all the peaks, there were like equivalent valleys, and it's like for every one like finding Nemo joke, like when he's like swimming out in the open ocean. Yeah, like, that and, was like, funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like that was very appropriate, right? There's an equally like badly written line or horribly acted sequence because I just want to say the entire like love story or the flirting <laughs> between Jason Statham and then the, 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 the Lee Bing Bing. Oh, Lee oh Bing God, Bing. Yeah, yeah, Lee Bing Bing. I was just like, oh, 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 I think I just threw up a little in my mouth. It's just like so wooden and stiffly acted. It was like, did like a twelve year old write this dialogue? This is so well, bad. To be fair, so most of half of those things were the daughter trying to hook them up, just being like, yeah, you guys should do it. Well, except the, when <laughs> the daughter showed up, at least it was funny, right? She's like doing the eyebrow thing. Oh, sorry. No, no, her daughter. I know, right? but yeah. Yeah, to, to Oh, clarify. sorry, yes, yeah, for, for clarity, yes. The gra- the little girl, yeah. right, who's like, I don't the know, girl, she's like eight, yeah. right? Yeah, she was like, you know, doing the eyebrow thing when she's like, so, like, yeah, that, and she was funny, right? Like, you know. I appreciated that, but still, it's just like, oh, this is so bad. Like the 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 thing where she's like, oh, you're naked or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's what? the worst thing in the whole movie. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is so cringy. Well, and like then she leaves, the, the and then X-Y she like leans back. Permission. Oh, oh, yeah, it's oh god, so bad. I mean, again, the little girl was funny with the whole thing about how it's like, and then my dad is now with a Pilates instructor, and you know, like she's like laying out the whole thing, and my granddad thinks my mom just needs to get over it, you know, like. 
yeah, the little girl had funny lines of dialogue, but for every one of those moments, you had these just, just horrible, horrible, like, you know, like, oh, this is so bad. Yeah, the 45-year-old daughter had no good scenes. <laughs> like, like there was nothing oh, I did redeeming. like the part when she was about to get in the shark cage, and she was just like, just let me do what I'm best at. And I was just like, which, what, are, what is it that you're <laughs> yeah. best at? What are you at, good at? I thought, yeah. <laughs> I did like, kind of like what, the crazy, like... The crazy chick that made the the like shark oh, cage. Rose. Oh, Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of liked yeah. everything about the, her. Like, architect. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, she well, had no, a okay. good character. So the Lee Bingbing character had one kind of like good sort of exchange or line, but it was one of those classic things where it's like they kind of got in a good joke, but then couldn't let it go, and then just like you know over you know went back to the well too many times when she was like. Um, you know, I would feel a little bad, but just a little. And then she's doing that little, like, you know, yeah. whatever, the finger gesture for, like, and like did it three more times. much. Was that? Yeah. And then did it three more times. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, hey, you know, like, that gets a laugh from the audience. But then, yeah, exactly, did it three more times. And you're like, yeah, and we're done here. That's it's not funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh no, wait, worst. wait, sorry. And then she did have another one line about how it's like, he's like, oh, uh, it's, it's like, oh, hey, you're finally asking for my advice. No, not really. I was just going to, you know, try to make you feel better before we actually then do the, the real plan or whatever. That, was that wasn't laugh, bad. Yeah, I, that's true. That wasn't bad. Yeah, but the rest of it, like all of her scenes with Jason Statham were just like where they were flirting, not just like talking about how to but, kill the shark. I'm just like, oh, and I kept oh, waiting boy. for Jason Statham to have a callback to that, like this much with like the little finger thing, like. But oh, he good never point. did it, right? Like, right. like when he like there were a couple times when he saved her. I kept waiting for something like I would have missed you this much, right? Right, like, right, something right, like right. That. Like, but Which there was never been a, a callback right. to it. Like, it was right. just like it was just there were always these things that were like hanging out there that felt like they would have had scenes that called back to them in some way, but they just never happened. There was like a lack of payoff on like so many yeah, things. So yeah, everything was like that. Right. Oh, or when the uh, what is it the 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 tech. I guess that was a nerd that like survived, right? Like the ops tech guy was, yeah, DJ. That's right. I couldn't remember what his name was. Um, Yeah, he was like, I can't swim, and the billionaires guys like, you work in the middle of the ocean. How can you not swim? It's like, it's like not part of the or whatever. And he was just like flailing around, and he's like, it's not, it's not some race thing. It's like, I, I, it's like this wasn't part of the job description or whatever. That was like a funny exchange. Yeah, I mean, I think Rain Wilson actually did a good job. It was just like he, no, he was he the did. only one that recognized yeah. what the movie was and was acting like it. And I mean, yeah. to, to be fair, Jason Stahan, Statham, however you pronounce Statham, that guy's name, yeah. Statham, like, Statham, yeah. however you pronounce the name, he like, was too. He was in his role, but the rest of them like didn't know which side they were supposed to be on and sucked at it. I mean, like, okay, I guess so, like, yeah. I guess like, in the, like the Ruby Rose the, character plays it very straight, right? Like, so in the defense of the rest of the cast, the sorry. I, I just want to say, in defense of the rest of the cast, right? It's like um, Rain Wilson was playing the eccentric character, so he could do that. And then I like Jason Statham, but I think we've had this conversation in other things. That guy does one thing; he does it really well, right? But that's the one thing he does. So I can't give him oh, a whole of course, lot of credit yeah. for like, oh, hey, he did a good job in this movie because I don't know if you noticed, he was playing Jason Statham just like he's played <laughs> Jason Statham in all the Transporter movies, all the Fast and the Furious movies, all the other movies that he's ever done. The only time that he's expanded his range, which I still think is one of my, like one of my favorite of his roles, was you guys ever see the Melissa McCarthy movie Spy? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's funny in that, yeah. because yeah, he's yeah. basically making fun of himself. He's like, there's that <laughs> scene where he's like running down the list of like what his character has experienced. He's like, oh, I've been 
I've been shot. I've been stabbed. I've been thrown out of a, like a flying helicopter. I've been this. And when I saw it, like me and a friend of mine were like, was he just like, like, was he just going through his entire filmography of things that he's done in his movies? Cause that's what it sounded like. Right. But like, no offense to Jason Statham, right? He was basically just playing himself in this movie. So I don't know how much extra credit he gets for like doing a good job. Cause for nailing he's fine. <laughs> exactly for, yeah, exactly. Doing the thing that he's been doing for the last 40 years or so of his life. Fair. I mean, like there were like some of the people as you got further out away from the core people in the, you know, like if you get to the doctor and the guy mm-hmm. that was sort of the main operator that flew to uh, Thailand with, you know, with. Oh, you know, right, right, right. The the sort of the n- not the, he's like the <coughs> boss, right? He's like the operational chief. Dude. Right. He's like the manager or something. Him. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like he did. A, they did fine jobs, too. I mean, like, I don't mean yeah. to dismiss it. It's just like the. Second, third, then fourth leads all sucked terribly. I do appreciate, though, right, that for an ensemble movie that was mainly focusing on Jason Statham and then, like, you know, like a loop, they actually did characterize those minor characters relatively well, whether or not, you know, the acting they or gave like them how. Some personality. Exactly, right? Like, in a very short yeah. amount of time, like, you could totally see, you've totally seen movies like this. Where the third, fourth, like all those people, like after the first, like main three characters were just total cardboard cutouts. And these, even if some of them were kind of cliche, actually, like you got some personality from who those characters were. It's better than Halloween H2O. It's a testament to those actors and actresses, so. Yeah, I mean, because I recognize a lot of them, right? They they actually had some Mm -hmm. decent levels, you know, not star stars, but like people I've seen in lots of movies and often action movies. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I th- but I thought that part they actually did pretty good. I mean, like the story could have been better. I, I, from what I can gather, they like rewrote it a few times, and it's it almost. Oh, did was they? Made, I didn't know that. Yeah, because it was supposed to be made like two or three times before this and stuff. It's like. Oh, the- oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys read that article? Like the there was like a Wired article about how this thing has been in development hell for like the last like twenty years, and that you know. Oh, really. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Uh, uh, I'll send. It, I'll, I'll go find a, a link. It was like this whole story because they interviewed the author, and I guess it's like the thing was had such potential that it was optioned as a movie before it was ever published, and so and then it's been in like development hell for like a bunch of times. I can't remember. There's been some sort of like like big name people that were associated with it. Like I, I want to say Guillermo del Toro, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and they, he was they one all of them. kind. Of, oh, okay. And then it kind of fell through it each time, and then like the um the 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 original novelist right talks about how it's like oh they had these problems there was this one time where they mocked up the shark and the thing looked like an albula and he was just like this isn't gonna work or whatever right like you know just like things like you know these random things like that where you're like oh you know like well I'm, you know it, like he was talking about how maybe this isn't ever gonna get made kind of thing because it's dragged on for so long because i think there's like four or five of novels or whatever you want to call them in the series now oh really oh that makes oh, sense because wow. like even i didn't like, realize that David Schiffman is like a actor, like a, a you know. There's a, one of them has a David Schiffman character, or David Schiffman, who's to people who don't know him, is a shark scientist, a relatively young one, like postdoc age. So has his PhD for a few years now, um, but he's very uh, prominent in like social media and public awareness of sharks and conservation. And like, there's a character either that is. Ex- you know, might not have his name, but is him or basically highly modeled after him in like one of the right. third or fourth books. Like in Jurassic yeah. Park, right? Like uh, what's his name is modeled like, after um, like uh, Horner. Yeah. The guy up in Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, and so like, but that kind of thing. And I think that if they had, 
I, th- I actually think that this series would do better if it had two or three of these movies under its belt now. Well, I feel like this I'm one sh- could grow, whereas Jurassic Park, I'm not sure we've ever had one that was even as clo- close to the first one. Whereas I feel like this one could grow, maybe because there's room to grow. <laughs> I mean, they're uh, clearly considering how successful it was, right? And how it's going to make like a crap ton of money in China, which is right. They really aimed it for that, given the cast and yeah. the, the the production company, right? Because one of the major production companies is like a Chinese uh, film company, right? It's like, I'm sure they're going to make sequels. It's just, is there another interesting story that they can get out of this without falling into the same sort of pitfalls that we're complaining about now, right? Where it's just like, you're not going to be, you're going to be PG-13. So are you really going to go amp up the whole like, you know, monster like eating people, which again worked for you know the Jurassic Park movie. So it's not like it's not possible. You can dial yeah. down the gore and still have monster goes on a rampage. Though I think Matt, like your point is good, right? That yeah, maybe the size of the the shark itself is kind of like working against that, right? Like maybe it's better off where if you pit it against like it like attacking a boat, right? Like oh right. here comes the here comes the Chinese warship to try to kill it, right? And it eats the boat, right? That seems like more like it's or like eating whales and stuff like that because it's picking off random humans is like you know you you know like I don't know eating an hors d'oeuvre or something like that. Right. It's just not satisfying in that gore esque horror movie way. It sounds crazy, but it, it just is. It's just not that satisfying when it just swallows somebody whole. You're just like, oh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Right? Like we're like in Piranha, right? Like it like as a comparison movie, like the people are coming off the beach and they're like limbs are falling off and like muscles are hanging out and like they've obviously been like eaten up and things. And then this one it's just like they just disappear and yeah. You could make the Meg two colon free willy three. <laughs> Wait, didn't they make a Free Willy three? I know. Oh, is there three or four then? <laughs> well, they could go I mean, full I on Godzilla and do like the Meg versus Orca or something like you know, like some sort of monster mashup. They need a right. Mosasaur to come out of the depth, although they well, would need oxygen and have to go to the surface. But like, I told you, yeah. like, like the, all the questions, the crazy questions I got from the kids that were like Matt when they was younger. Like at the mm-hmm. when I did the Kansas City thing, like who would oh, win yeah. in a battle before Megalodon or a Mosasaur? And I was just like, I am so ill prepared to answer this question. <laughs> I know so little about Mosasaurs. I was like, wait, in wait, my head wait, they're small, but from my memory of that Jurassic Park movie with the first one with Chris Pratt, they were kind of big. I don't actually have any idea how big a well, Mosasaur is. Some of them well, are humongous, on, yeah. I mean, some right, based on realistic sizes, right? Like, because oh, that was the other thing that we didn't even talk about, right? Which is like probably the most obvious sort of scientific deficiency, right? Is that like probably our most accurate and like scientifically reliable estimate of size for the maximum size of a megalodon is about 15 meters, which puts it at like you know about 50 feet in length, which is not to downplay it, gigantic for a shark, right? It's like, oh, think about how disturbing if you saw, like, a great white that's, like, whatever, 18 feet long. This thing is, like, the size of an 18-wheeler, or, you know, like, it's, like, a five-story building. But in the movie and in lots of, like, sort of, like, the, you know, sort of the early speculation, right? It's, like, it's a 100-foot shark, and I think they kind of played to that in the movie. But that's yeah, no, it's clearly it's, not. It's approaching twice as big as it should be, depending on how yeah. big that second one is and which one was 25 meters and all right. that, yeah. Right. It was Bashford Dean. They actually did the first estimate and got it wrong. Right, because he used the biggest teeth for the entire margin. You know, you explained it. You did all the, the background research into this. Ba- yeah, so but- who is Bashford Dean? Because we actually have a connection with him sort of like <laughs> through our – like uh, whatever, our academic history. He was a curator at the American Museum of Natural History and a curator at the uh, the Metropolitan Museum in New York. He was the curator of armor there. 
he's kind of like if you were to take our own Matt Davis here and if you were to put him back about 100 years, I'm pretty <laughs> sure him and Matt and Bashford Dean would be one in the same or certainly right. like drinking buddies. Like, right. So he's curator of armor and weapons and the ichthyologist. And for people who haven't who, – who don't know, right, he wasn't just the curator of armor, right? This was back before cosplay was cosplay, right? There are pictures of him that are on the internet of him in like full knight armor, full samurai, right? It's like, See, that's oh, pretty yeah. good. I like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. like, I'm serious. Right, that, that, you that, and him yeah. are like copacetic, man. <laughs> yeah. You were like cut like, yeah. from the same cloth. Yeah, if anybody's interested, go Google that because I'm pretty sure that's out there on the internet where you're like, oh, I guess it is. must be pretty nice, right? Because I assume those are actual like – you know, stuff from the Met collection where yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go put this on and then go do a photo shoot out here in this field and pretend I'm, I'm like, put on you know, King like Arthur's a- armor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take the Excalibur. <laughs> That's Matt's dream. <laughs> I would love to have some armor. Yeah. It'd be pretty awesome. It's like full yeah, on plate armor. Really heavy. You know, it's like plate, That's no the- chain mail, leather mail here. This is full plate. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He had the full, you know, with the bucket, you know, helmet with the thing that comes down and the whole works. It's Mm -hmm. again, right? It's like uh, the perks of, I guess, being the curator of armor at the Met. You're like, hey, let's go pull that. Let's go pull that item. I'm going to put it on. How do you even like wear that? It must be so hard to move in that. Yeah. Matt, you you should totally get on that. You need that kind of stuff here. Shark movies. How would you guys rank this compared to other things? I mean,. So I'm not – I can't – you know, we're not prepared. We should have had a list of all the shark movies that have come out since Jaws, right? Clearly Jaws is the yeah, best just one. Think right? off the top of your head. Like how does this compare to shark? I've only seen like six shark movies ever. <laughs> well, OK. So first of all, it's probably worse than Deep Blue Sea, which is the closest like thing that it most reminds me of. I think it's worse than The Shallows. I haven't seen really? 47 I, Meters I Down. I thought The Shallows was better. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I think this one is yeah, oh, the shallows. Okay, sorry, sorry yeah, like, I misunderstood. Yeah, 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 sorry. So I think the shallows with Blake Lively is better. Like that one played it totally straight and yeah. aside from a few minor things that we can nitpick, was, you know, relatively realistic for Yeah, it, it fell like, more not, into that like survival genre or something. Exactly. It's like a weird yeah. mashup of like the the suspense and menace of uh Jaws coupled with uh Tom Hanks and uh, um, the volleyball in Castaway. Castaway. You know what I'm yeah. talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it, Leo? Because I don't want to, like, you know, like. Spo- not, don't worry. Fine. It's pretty good. It's the ending seeing. is bad, but I think in general, movies have a tough time, like, pulling off the ending. And then the way she, like, escapes and defeats the shark is pretty dumb. Like, pretty dumb. But up until then, it's any, actually. It's not any dumber than the Meg, though, right? Like, I mean, it's like. No, it's, no, of course not. It, yeah, yeah, it's as dumb as the Meg, and then yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, it's. I just wanted to get that out there, right? Like the the shallows, it's like really grounded. It's actually, I think, really well done. I think Blake Lively does a good job because most of the movie is not the shark, right? It's like her stuck her on surviving, this thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trying to figure out how to back get back to shore without getting eaten by the shark. So, like, I think those are better. Um, what about Jaws what three? Is, is that the one at the aquarium? Yeah. Like a, the it was in park. 3D. With yeah, the 3D. I, I saw it in the theaters in 3D back, so you know, back in the that day. That was the yeah, second yeah. 3D movie I ever saw. I think that might be the first and only 3D movie I ever saw. 
like even modern 3D movies you haven't like oh sorry no, sorry not not no no not counting modern like the ones with the blue and yellow like yeah. plastic like paper like glasses of you know the old school style where it was just like constant like because I was uh, like uh, Jaws three oh no sorry Jaws three D right you remember there's just all yeah. those gimmicks where just stuff was just flying at you out of the screen to be like I loved it yeah look I think it's got Dennis yeah. Quaid or somebody in it it is yeah it's got Dennis Quaid is <laughs> like and I can't remember who the the main actress is famous too because her name. But yeah, I um, would put this above Jaws 3. Like where I was going with this is this was like definitely above Jaws 3D for me. Yes, better than Jaws 3D, and then and uh, definitely than the better than Jaws. Sure, that's not even doesn't. I, I, I say those don't count because whatever, straight to <laughs> sci-fi. Come on, no, no, because it's like if we're gonna count that, have you? What about well, where does this rank relative to Sharktopus? Or like, it's like have you seen some of the things <laughs> know, that show people, up on sci-fi? You're like, Sharktopus is pretty good, but like the but don't forget is, Sharknado. I've not Sharktopus. Sharknado has the benefit that it was the first movie to ever have. If you have a Hue light system like Matt and I have, it's the first movie wow. that had a a light. Like a so instead of a soundtrack, it had a light track, and you could just start the movie at the same time as it, and it was awesome. It was the first time they did that. I think we need more movies like that, where my whole room, living room, would change red and everything as the movie went, as long as you hit start at the right time. It was really awesome. Right. You should try it, Mark, Matt, because I don't think you have yet. Right? Yeah, yeah, I but haven't the, tried that. So, I but should then the question that. is, but the movie though, right? Like, let's take the flashing lights aside. The 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 movie is. is I don't know. My good. my kids like it. My kids yeah, liked the it, Meg well enough. It, I mean, it was it, it was probably the only movie they've ever seen in the movie theater where they left it and said that wasn't my favorite movie I've ever seen. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, because they're kids, right? So the, their favorite movie they've ever seen is probably at least when they were younger, right? Was probably whatever they just saw, right? Yeah. So not so much for this, but they did love the ant, the whatever the new, wa- new Ant Man and Wasp thing. Oh, <laughs> but but they they saw the Meg with you, right? They saw the first time I watched it, yes. Yeah, so and when I watched it the second time, they watched that other movie instead. Right, right. The so Man like, was pretty good. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, I like the first oh, one. I just it's got tardigrades it. in it. Oh yes, spoilers. love those guys. Love spoilers, tardigrades. spoiler no, so, alert! They're tardigrades. So I wanted to ask. So yeah, like so, what is? And they are uh, scientifically accurate looking tardigrades. Is that really that hard though? Speaking well, of like, like little baggy <laughs> looking or like you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> I gotta say I'm not a tardigrade little, like, expert. Yeah, speaking of these little pudgy <laughs> things with little stubby like um, uh, little stubby like Michelin Man arms, right? It's like, is it that hard to get those? Let's, anyway. just, let's just say he goes small enough that tardigrades are a threat. So, oh, spoiler! No, anyway, um, so I wanted to ask. So yeah, so like, what did your like, uh, what did Katie and your kids think about the Meg, and what did Sarah think about the Meg? Well, the kids from like both other people, not ex- us, just random randomly prattling on. Sorry. What both the my family and the movie goers that I saw the movie with because I saw it with like a hundred hundred and twenty people mm-hmm. that I talked to afterwards and like the number one concern from everyone under eighteen was they really all thought the dog was gonna die and when it didn't die they were <sighs> happy and you're just like really it's a it's a it's a weird state of it's a weird time to be alive where. Right. We care more about animals than humans, right? And, I, you know, I think that this is not, you know, it's easy to attach that to, like, our modern, you know, whatever, political stuff and everything. We're like, I just, I think that that was probably, if, if the same thing had happened in 1985, we would have felt the same way. So I think people yeah. get caught up on these things. But I do think that somehow we do all love dogs and we don't love all humans. Right. Well, see, and I, so I love dogs, but I took it as a sign that the dog didn't bite. The dog did not die. Oh, that, that they the copped out. Right. No bite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah that the totally movie weak. had no. 
was weak, right? Like, and like, and I love dogs, but that to me was like a sign that this movie had no bite at all, right? Like it pulled, it just pulled back from everything. So, did, so, so, so sorry, did just the a paleontologist. Oh, go on. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. oh, just real quickly uh, before we get to the paleontologist, who is actually, why isn't she on this podcast? Because <laughs> she's probably the one who actually has the. Anyway, so real quickly to piggyback off of what you were saying, right, about how the the dog thing. I think that yeah, you're right that it's not like just like not to have one of those. It's like uh, angry fish shake like millennials. It's like I think that in these situations, people. Yeah, exactly. Value the dog more, right? Because the dog is like this innocent sort of bystander kind of thing. And so that's actually like a one child. of the – Yeah, exactly, right? Oh, oh that's perfect because I was about to say, you ever notice in movies, right? It's like uh, children and uh, like pets never bite it, which is why one of the few things I appreciated about um, Jurassic – you know, Lost World – which otherwise I think is a terrible movie, right, is the fact that the dog gets eaten by the T-Rex when it's going on its rampage in San Diego. Do you guys remember? Because, yeah, like, the little yeah. kid looks out the window. He picks it like, up out of the doghouse, yeah. Exactly. I was like, yes, Steven Sewell fine, like, was finally one of the few people who was actually like, yes, the dog, you know, like, and again, I also love dogs, but, like, I was like, finally, somebody was actually willing to, like, off a dog in a but, movie, because otherwise. kids die in the first Jaws, too, right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. like, they're, like, that is, like, one of the big things, like, some of the first victims are kids. Right. I mean, yeah, they are kids, so. Yeah, it's not like, uh, it's not an across-the-board thing, but it's like, oh, no, if, if there's one thing that you can count on not dying in a movie other than the main character, it's probably going to be a kid or a dog, right? So it's like Except when it's... Pet Cemetery. Yes, well, cats are different, right? <laughs> I think of a kid. Oh. Yeah. All right, so what did, what did the Sorry, yes, the paleontologist. Think? Yes. So she's uh, probably she the most... liked the movie far less than I did. Oh, okay. um, so I, I think for her, like she found it just to be really, really boring, and she thought mm -hmm. as, as soon as they started talking about living fossils, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. over. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Oh, there's that one funny line where it's like a living fossil ate my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they have like, the coelacanths with the Doritos bags in them now, and everyone's all upset because coelacanths are eating Doritos bags. And oh. I'm just like, I roll. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so so did she did she have specific criticisms about the science beyond just all the crap that we've already listed right like is there anything else uh, where she was like Ugh. she's not as much into the generic action movie so like this was okay. already not her cup of tea exactly anyway but like the the actual scientific aspect she found kind of annoying i mean a lot of the things we talked about already but also just the general concept of all the living fossil type stuff is just kind of mm -hmm. silly. Like that is already, you know, that already kind of pushes some buttons for the paleontologist right. or, right. or I mean, probably I was, us too. I mean, like, I don't love that either. So yeah, yeah, no, no. As soon as they said living fossil, right. I, I, I mentally was just like, ugh. it's like, are we living too. fossils? Cause we're the yeah, last yeah. hominid, right? Like are humans a living fossil, right? Like shouldn't we be a living fossil too? And not just a gar or like a, you know, I don't know. So, well, not to get too in the weeds, <laughs> right. But living fossil is like one of those things. It's like, Oh, it's a super radiation or it's a, you know, a key in a, right. It's like the, it's like, it's like a buzzword that is, is, you know, that um, scientists have used and has somehow sort of like caught on and now has lost all meaning, right? It's like uh, like Angus beef, right? It gets so overused that it's just like, <laughs> oh, this is all lost. All sorry, that was the first thing that the, I'm sure <laughs> – I'm sure you guys could. Sorry, it's like I'm sure you guys could come up with a better example. But you no, know what no, I'm no, talking that's a good about, one. right? Angus beef's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, you've you you you've taken this thing that maybe had some kind of significance and you've overused it to the point where it's utterly meaningless now. No, I mean the, the the thing I was surprised by, like after reading a bit about it before I did the event and talking to the movie review guy, was like the guy that 
directed this was the same guy that did the National Treasure movies. Yes, right. And like uh, those are actually like fairly John good story. Turtle, Turtle yeah. Tob, is that his name? Okay. Something like that. Yeah. And yeah, like those had actually had like pretty good pacing and you know cuz obviously yeah. the director has nothing to do with the writing exactly right. but like the pacing was good on those and they kept the like action flowed and i felt like the biggest problem and you guys have kind of hinted that this or explicitly said it sometimes is like there were some real low points where it was just boring i mean like maybe it was mm-hmm. talking about sarah's yeah, opinion of it, but there's yeah you're just like oh so long yeah like, she was definitely things. getting bored and like i think that for me the beginning was the most boring part right like i felt mm-hmm. like the lead up to the shark just took an eternity particularly because right. we're watching a movie called the meg we all know right. it's about a giant shark everyone in the theater knows it's about a giant shark like, why are we, like, belaboring the mystery of what attacked this thing or what attacked that thing? Like, it just felt unnecessary to lead on for so long. And it may not have taken 40 minutes, but to me it felt right, like it felt 40 like it, to 45 yeah. minutes before we actually got to, hey, there's a giant shark in this movie. And, and I agree with you, and I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, right, it's like I wonder how much of the whole, like, oh, we have these callbacks to, like, old, like you know, sort of, like, classic movies in the genre if they were following the Jaws thing a little bit they were yeah, trying to it, but the jaws thing was like you know the pacing was good in it's in a way right but like, well, like my, my children open, my right? children Someone's prefer a shark yeah That's sorry the opening of the movie <laughs> yeah i mean my my children like this better than jaws right because the pacing of jaws is so slow and deliberate mm-hmm. right but that's like what makes it good <laughs> right like, right because matt but it brought takes this up patience. before right they're totally they're two totally different styles right it's like jaws is mm-hmm. emphasizing the suspense so the delay is okay this is emphasizing the like whatever just like pedal to the metal kind of thing again like i said i'm not defending it i'm just saying like maybe they got caught too caught up too much in that well, once like, they got hey. it it was like they couldn't get away from it for more than seven minutes <laughs> unless yeah. it was like love story right like it's just right. like the sheer number of times that shark found the same exact people in the whole <laughs> world and yet beeline right to like this the populist beach in China. Like it was just like right. ridiculous. It's like, I'm going to go get these bastards that got me. <laughs> oh, and then I'm going to go to China. Right. But first I got to eat my buddy. <laughs> well, actually the thing is, <laughs> well, I could have like... eaten the whole time downstairs, but now I used to have them in about a thousand foot by like 10 meters high area. And I couldn't just, like, catch him. Yeah. It was like the road runner and the coyote. But now right. that he's dead, I can eat him. Exactly. We were the we were in the oh, ocean equivalent of like, so. I I did like him eating it by the way. I thought that was Oh yeah, yeah, totally sure cuz I actually thought for a second when a, But that was one of the cooler parts of the whole movie to be yeah. honest. I mean that that scene was probably one of the best visual scenes of the movie when it jumps out and gets the other shark. Right. Except I was actually thinking that it was like as soon as like it started going the oh this might not be that shark. I'm like, "Oh god, are they going to go jaws 4 and be like, you killed my friend. I have to hunt you down." Right? Cuz it's like the, the fact that the, these sharks kept finding them. I thought it was going to be a scenario like that yeah. where it's like, "Oh god, is this thing going to like Yeah, exactly. It's got holding a grudge cuz you killed his buddy, but no, he ate him. Or she ate her, I guess, cuz they both seem female, right? No claspers. I think no the second claspers. one may have had there's a chance the second one had claspers. Okay. I was trying like crazy to see the de- first one definitely right. did not have claspers, but sometimes the second one looked like it. But then those are what make those look like make a male a male for anyone who doesn't know what claspers are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, no. So like this is one of those things where it's like when it comes out on DVD, somebody not it will have to go like or you know like buy the the video with the extras because then they might actually have like the 3D renders of the different shark models and you can be like claspers or no claspers. Hey Leo. 
Should we tell Kevin that things don't come out on DVD anymore? <laughs> they don't? How does how does one what, what do you put into the machine underneath your uh, television? Well, there there's there's this thing called iTunes or, Extra or iTunes or 4K, you know. In my defense, you please note that I did actually then go, "Oh, wait, DVD. Maybe that's well, 15 years ago." Yeah, exactly. Like... It's like, "Huh, all right, I did say some video thing with cuz there's uh, the extras, but yes, yeah. yes. In a modern technology that uh, somebody, not me, am that, that are familiar with, one of you can uh, take advantage of said technology. Totally gonna try and like, you know, take a look at its claspers. I guess I'll word it that way. Yeah, exactly. Freeze Check under the hood, so to speak. It's a, it's so hard to actually count gill slits, let oh, alone yeah. look for claspers when you're watching a movie. And so you wouldn't you... be that hard. Sorry. When did you count the gill slits? Was it like when one of those scenes where it was kind of like from the shark's point of view, sort of from its dorsal fin, and it's like cruising towards something? Or were there enough scenes? I, I just don't even remember. Like, uh, it, were there lateral scenes for you to count? It was – the first time that I was like – the first part of the movie where I felt like I could comfortably count it to seven, like I kept kind of getting six and wondering if I was seeing six. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, the first time was like when they had when the shark had overturned the boat. So in that scene was the first time you could really get a decent count. I don't remember exactly what scene it was, but it was kind of like when he was chasing after the guy being pulled in or somewhere in there. I finally was able to mm -hmm. go. You know, it'd be, there were plenty of times where I could have counted them if I had time, but it's just not on the screen fast enough. And you don't que and you question yourself. You're like, did I really just see seven? Because you're mm -hmm. just like, it can't possibly be seven. They couldn't be this stupid. Uh, yeah. It's just like that's not in the realm of problems, but they did. It's definitely. I'm positive it's seven now. Oh right, I mean it's a problem. It's just lower on that list than some of the other things. But it's we were so ranting easy. About I mean, because I wasn't as offended as you guys were by the looks of it. I didn't think it was particularly baggy or saggy. It definitely wasn't like sleek, like you would expect, like a blue shark or you know one of these fast swimming sharks. Yeah, I felt like it wasn't sleek. I felt like it was very um, bulky. Right, yeah, it wasn't like even as sleek as like a reef tip. Like a white tip or right. black tip reef shark, which aren't even it open. It wasn't even ocean. as sleek as a whale shark. I mean, like it was, it was just bulky. Yeah, like I guess the best way I describe it is like it seemed lumbering, not like in this. I mean, obviously it's huge, but like the, it seemed like they really made an effort, like a deliberate effort to be like every time it moved or whatever, like you could see its body kind of like jiggling with its mass and stuff. Like you know, when it like bit the glass, right? There was like all this kind of like shaking as like the force traveled through its head and stuff, and it's just like it just seemed weird, right? Like yeah, like that kind of strange bulk and this weird ma like distribution of mass and stuff that clearly when they were modeling the thing they're like yes this is the thing we're going for but it just seemed weird no i agree because like me. the weirdest thing about sharks is they kind of seem like they're dead and are and like puppets rather than an actual mm -hmm. animal because they're very stiff right like even right exactly. even just even all muscle, sharks right? yeah yeah and so, so that I guess yeah no I hadn't thought of it that way but that's a good way to describe it right like in your mind from having watched so many like Shark Week things right like that's just not what you think of when you think of some you know shark even if it's that big like biting something right you're also just kind of struck by how fast and fluid everything is and this one is deliberate and you know and at the same time it's like it bites onto the whale next to Rain Wilson and then it like backs off and then attacks him again and it's like they don't have reverse. Right. <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like this, it would have yeah. to circle back around and stuff like it you know and it's like right. why would it go after this guy so hatefully right like we might think he's a like a d-bag but like the shark doesn't actually have any idea that he's the guy that funded the expedition that freedom yeah. 
he's yeah. the root of all these you know i'm no okay so in defense of the writers again i'm not saying this is a good thing but i guess you could make the argument that it wasn't really trying to get rain the rain wilson character it was just like taking another bite out of the whale and he happened to have climbed onto that spot that the shark decided to take a chomp out of i mean after the weird frenzy because all shark feeding frenzies in that movie were totally weird it's like oh, the yeah. one. Yes, yeah, yes. It's like it, it's like it's like instant dinner bell, and it's, suddenly you have the entire like United Nations of different shark species show up to like eat this thing. I'm like, mm. but at universe and at uniform distance from each other. Yeah, like, like, like the star was there, like leading them. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. But they're, they're yeah. separation There's with Jason like the Momoa. Stars on the, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like their distribution was like the same as the fifty stars on the flag. It wasn't like a regularity. Yeah, yeah. One wasn't right, right after another. It was just like perfectly distributed. Yeah, there's not, like air and, traffic and, control, and the, and the like swim, lining and the them up. Worst swimming ever. Like they were not yeah. well, well animated at all. Well, that was the whole problem, right? It's like, and I know we've like harped on this a lot, right? But it's like, besides just the aesthetics of the shark, right? Yeah, a lot of times when the the Meg was actually swimming, it didn't look very good, right? Like the the tail motion was kind of awkward. I don't know. Yeah, and so I think I mean, that I, like just sort of like extended to the problems when they're like little sharks that are like, Oh, we'll just use that same animation thing. And it just looked all weird. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, in theory, assuming it was a macro shark and in shallow water, <laughs> and then who knows what deviations it would be. It should be pretty close to like, you know, as close as sharks get to like a tuna like motion where it's just like a tail beating back and forth and pretty stiff. And it, that part makes sense. Except for when it turns, it was like awkwardly, you know, the turning was bad. They should have just kept shooting it as like a torpedo when it would torpedo at things. Not because yeah. they had that part was kind of okay. Other than it didn't really do the mouth right either. Because there's actually a little bit of projection on those guys is when their mouths open and stuff. And this one is more like a vacuum cleaner, like you guys have talked about. Yeah, it doesn't definitely doesn't have that like bite to it that like a great white has when you watch it in slow motion or something. Yeah. And yeah. I can't. And I can't remember where that, like, Mitsu, whatever the, what's the goblin shark? I think that's also in that. Oh, Mitsukarina? Yeah, yeah, I think that's also in that group. They, like, just have a lot more projection in mm-hmm. that part of the tree than you have in other parts of the tree. So I expect just a little more motion on the jaws. Less well, it's like their upper jaw's not fixed to their neurocranium, so, yeah. like, it should swing out more. Yeah. So that was disappointing to your gore question, core concerns. Yeah. So what do you guys give it? Do you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down? Is there a thumb sideways? Right, this is like one of those quali- Right, it's like what I said to Matt nope, before yeah, we went nope, to go nope. see it. Up or down? Hmm. I give it a down, but barely. Yeah, I mean, I would give it a down, but it's one of those things where, like, I would still say maybe watch it if you're into these kinds of movies. Well, I would totally. If I would watch it like ten more times, like twenty more times in my life. I'm totally buying and watching it again. Right, oh, I mean, are, I'll oh, watch it again, too. I mean, like, I, I like monster movies and these kinds of movies. I've certainly watched worse movies than this more than a few times. So, like, I'm not that picky. Oh, so this is one other thing, too, which I actually didn't even think about, but does tie into the Meg, which I was talking to a student about this. And they brought up what I thought was an interesting point, which is that, like, like on principle, don't like – um they don't like these kind of shark horror movies because they feel it feeds into the sort of like kind of uninformed, like sharks bad, um, you know, like narrative that oftentimes gets really propagated by these kinds of sensationalistic things. And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about that, but that is kind of a good point. I don't, I don't know how much of that, you know, plays into it, especially because this is like, you know, 
so sort of fantastical and out there. And I did think that it was kind of random where the movie sort of tries to like address this, but in the most like offhanded and superficial way possible oh, because that one first thing. Yes, exactly. It just seemed like so like, oh, yeah, yeah right. okay, you're like, you're being socially conscious. Good job. You checked that box off and moved on kind of thing. I got like, a lot I, of questions I, on that actual mm-hmm. topic and I just kept passing them to some degree after the movie critic. Like the, okay. the the thing where him and I kind of fell down on was that like it was such a phenomenon with Jaws because Jaws was a good movie, right? And this isn't, <laughs> and so uh-huh. <laughs> and so we're more likely to just pique someone's interest in sharks and maybe they'll find out more rather than it dramatically mm-hmm. having the same impact. It definitely plays on that and makes people afraid. There's right. no question that my kids are slightly more to more to decidedly more afraid to go in the water again. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also children. Did um did uh like did it come up uh, you know with the film critic or anything? It's like um maybe to give credit to people. And I don't know. I don't have an answer for this, but I thought it was interesting that the student brought it up. So I figured I'd you know mention it here. It's like, do you think that maybe we can give the public more credit because Jaws was maybe the first sort of very like I don't want to say realistic, but that kind of visceral sort of like you know um uh encounter that people had in that scenario versus now like whatever 40 years later people are much more sort of like you know sort of informed or at least jaded about that that maybe they won't have such a negative like they recognize that sharks aren't this thing that we should just like indiscriminately kill i i mean my i don't know what you guys think but like my take is that people already feel that they should indiscriminately kill sharks and that sharks are bad and it won't matter on that sense and that if anything it's just reminding that sharks exist to a small percentage of the population isn't the worst thing. I think that like, I think that humans have so few predators, right? Like we don't walk around worried that some like giant bird is going to pick us up on our (laughs) way to work and like run off with us. Right. And so like we not unrightfully so get afraid of things that have the potential to eat us. Right. And when you're in the water, one of the things that could potentially eat you is a shark. Like, Is that fear rational? No, not necessarily. Like, most fears are not rational. But it's hard to argue that there is that possibility that a large predatory shark, like, of things that could eat a person, that is one of the things that could eat you. Just like one might be afraid of a mountain lion or something. It doesn't mean we should go kill all the mountain lions. But, and it doesn't mean all sharks are scary or bad, but they are one of these things that people have a fear of just like some people have a fear of snakes or spiders and it's not always wholly rational, but we just have so few natural predators now um, that, yeah, I mean like, I don't know. It just feels like biologically normal to have this fear of something that could possibly eat you. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, it makes sense. I'm just kind of curious. It's like, um, like that point. It's like, are we at a stage now where, it's like this kind of thing won't move the needle and make people irrationally fear sharks to the point where it's actually. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think this movie's gonna make somebody like anti sharks now from like a conservation perspective. Like, I think there's enough stuff out there like Shark Week and things that that speak to people in terms of how sharks are, you know, just animals trying to make a living like everything else. I suppose, right? Like, it's you know that that doesn't demonize them. Like, I don't think the Meg demonizes sharks or something like it, not any more than, um, I don't know. Like Godzilla makes you afraid of iguanas. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's somewhat fantastical enough that it's not, 
that scary. Um, yeah, like I didn't find the Meg scary at all. And like you said, like maybe no. little kids would, like, or, or kids would find it more scary. But like, certainly it didn't make me feel like, like, oh, I, you know, sharks are scary, you know? No. Where, like, Jaws, again, has that level of plausibility, right? Like, the shark in there is bigger than probably normal. But, you know, but it, it's people, extant. Yeah, <laughs> right, sometimes right. people do get right. eaten by tiger sharks or great white sharks, and it does happen. Like, people lose limbs to sharks. Like, it's you can't deny that it happens. I mean, it does happen. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it was clear that, like, barracudas and sharks held a special place in the mind of the audience that I spoke to. Hmm. And I'm and I don't normally speak like the Prairie Fire is more of like a science center, and this was okay. a science and this was more of a science center associated with a movie theater event. Okay. So you're really gonna push more towards an audience that's atypical for me, like at the Natural History Museum here in Lawrence. Um, and they were just very much fully aware. Obviously, had all the fears already of sharks if they had fears, and that this didn't make it any worse, but they did want to talk about their fears. I mean, like, you know, like the other end of the spectrum of what, who wins in this, you know, what's the deadliest thing in the ocean is the, like, (laughs) I'm afraid of what these things in the ocean. And they were all afraid of, none of them were afraid of whales or Mm -hmm. blue ring octopus or something like that. They were all afraid of barracudas and sharks. And it was like Mm -hmm. 20 adults out of a hundred that were willing to both go to that movie and then come to a natural history museum afterwards. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like the average person, if anything, is going to be a little bit more afraid yet. Mm-hmm. So, but I think they're already afraid. I don't think, okay. like, I think to Matt's point, I don't think it'll add to that fear. I don't even think it really played up that fear so much. It just reminded no. them a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what I think of it either. I just thought it was an, like a really interesting, I just thought it was interesting because it was something, no, no, I, no. a perspective I hadn't thought about and the student brought it up. I went, oh, that is a good point. All right. I yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, no, I totally agree that it, it is interesting to try and figure it out. But I, and I got asked a lot of questions on that. And, mm-hmm. and both. Well, there's always that concern with these kind of movies that's going to demonize something that right. is in need of conservation, right? right. That, because people don't give money to conserve things that are scary, right? There isn't yeah. a lot of people pouring money into, like, saving spiders. Like, a spider right. is not the face, right, <laughs> yeah, of exactly. any kind of conservation fund. Right. They're pandas or something right, like yeah. cuddly. Like, yeah. it's not some, like, endangered spider, and it's not a shark, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. nobody gives money for that. So right. it's a valid fear to think that these are things that could be harmful to actual scientific efforts. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... This is the kind of movie that's not that. Like Jaws was maybe that, for in sure. A way, that. But no, for this sure, is it not caused that. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't this intentional. This, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. It wasn't intentional, but like you know, this movie is not that. So yeah. because you, you can't know. take it seriously on some level is what you're <laughs> well, saying, and, right? You're like, well, mm-hmm. and the, the shark that they're demonizing is already extinct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's, like, it's yeah. Mother Nature took care of that for us. It's clear that the people there that were worried aren't convinced that it's gone. Yeah, oh, oh, no. there's, there's always those like things on the internet, right? Like, right. how old are these the lo- megalodon teeth? The but... Loch Ness monster. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. So well, this is maybe a, oh, we should wrap sorry. it up there, more or less. Yep. What were you sure. gonna say though? Oh, I, I didn't want to drag. I, I just said uh, the one quick thing I wanted to say was just like. Um, I did think that the movie maybe unintentionally kind of captured something that I think we've all experienced, which is that 
oh, you're in open water with nothing in sight and you can't see the bottom. There's that, like, mm. I don't know how to describe it. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. It, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? that, that, that feeling I'm, is bad, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the there, – I'm sure there's a technical, like, uh, you know, like a psychological term for it. But it's like – I'm not even sure if the movie really tried it because it was trying to, like, amp up the shark. But, like, there were moments in there where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this totally reminds me of, like, you know, like being out in the open ocean. And it's like, oh, there's just – water as far as you can see and it's just like oh this is upsetting no it's like and who knows uh, what's below you yeah, yeah it's like those black water photos all these people that these people take mm-hmm. of these larvae and you're just oh, like yes. are you really in the middle of the night you're gonna go <laughs> yes. out with like a yes. flashlight oh and a strobe yes. and take these beautiful uh, pictures that's amazing but um have you thought about it <laughs> yeah do you know what else is out there and is trying to find things you know trying to find oh, things? right off the coast of the philippines huh that's nice <laughs> yeah, exactly Yes. You take a boat out with all its lights on, middle of nowhere. It's like I've been on a big boat and stuck a net over the side, and things like light. 